0: Deep learning is a term often used in AI, artificial intelligence, to indicate a more sophisticated level of machine learning. It teaches computers to think like human brain. However, I'm not talking about AI today, but about SI, spiritual intelligence. Just as deep learning in AI is to teach machines to think like humans, Deep learning in SI can teach humans to think like God, to have the mind of Christ, so to speak. Paul said those who are spiritual discern all things, and they are themselves subject to no one else's scrutiny. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2, 15 to 16. Would you like to be able to discern all things, see the world through God's eyes, and have the mind of Christ? You have heard of the concept of WWJD, what would Jesus do? But it's more important to know WWJT, what would Jesus think? Because actions start from thoughts. To develop the mind of Christ, We need a condition for deep learning. Deep learning is like growing Chinese bamboo. After sowing the bamboo seeds in the ground, the farmer has to water the ground and fertilize the soil regularly without seeing any bamboo for four years. Can you imagine working on an empty farm for four years? It takes a lot of faith to believe the bamboo will eventually shoot up from the ground. If it were me, after the first year, I still have the patience. The second year, I might begin to wonder if I had planted the seeds correctly. The third year, I might wonder if the seeds are dead in the ground. The fourth year, I will want to dig into the ground to make sure the seeds are still there. Then I might ruin it. I would wonder, what if I have wasted four years of water, fertilizer, and labor for nothing? It seems a risky business. But in the fifth year, you will suddenly see the bamboo shoots sprouting. The miracle is once they break through the ground, they will grow 90 feet tall within five weeks all of a sudden your farm becomes a bamboo forest and it keeps propagating year after year. You wait for four years, but would harvest for a lifetime. Bamboo farming is a very fruitful business, but the first four years could be nerve wracking. Because Chinese bamboo can be about 100 feet tall, they require deep and firm roots underneath. That's what they do in the first four years, growing a deep and robust network of roots to prepare for massive growth and be able to stand tall and against the winds. It's a perfect analogy of deep learning to yield the fruit of discernment, the Godlike brain, or the mind of Christ. Life will be entirely different if you can discern all things because you'll have less anxiety and less confusion living in this fallen world. You will also know what actions to take for your future. Today we'll learn from Jesus about what could prevent us from deep learning and how to prepare ourselves for a fruitful life based on this week's scripture lesson. So let's begin. Hi, in case we haven't met yet, I'm Sam Stone, the Light Keeper. You are the light of the world, and I'm the keeper. No pun intended. It's my calling to help you shine your brightest, so that God is glorified in you, and you are satisfied in God. The scripture lesson for today is from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter thirteen, verses one to nine, and eighteen to twenty-three listen to the word of the Lord. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. Such great crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat there while the whole crowd stood on the beach. And he told them many things in parables saying, listen, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell on the path Other seeds fell on good soil and brought forth grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Let anyone with ears listen. Verse 18, hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown amongst thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the lure of the world choke the word and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown on the good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another 60, and another 30. Matthew 13one to nine, And 18 to 23. Blessed are those who delight in God's word. Thanks be to God. This parable is unique because Jesus not only told us the parable, but also explained it. It is about how the message of the kingdom grows in you from a seed to a fruitful tree. Previously, Jesus also said that the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, germinating, propagating, and bearing fruit. That means the kingdom of heaven is not a place visible to our bare eyes, but a state perceivable to our mind. Jesus said that the kingdom of God does not come with your careful observation, nor will people say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. Luke 17, 20 to 21. Since it is within you, you cannot rely on others to show it to you. You have to discern it. In this parable, Jesus indicates three obstacles that you must overcome to cultivate discernment or the mind of Christ. First, overcome ignorance. The first metaphor in this parable is the seeds that fall on the path. Since the paths are hard grounds where seeds cannot take root, they are for the birds. Jesus explains, When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. Matthew thirteen eighteen. So the path represents people who are ignorant or don't appreciate the word of the kingdom. I used to think ignorance was by birth as if having a low IQ. So I didn't think we could overcome ignorance. Can we overcome ignorance at all? I remember when I was in the ninth grade, I was sitting in the back of the class, cracking and eating sunflower seeds the teacher became annoyed at the sound of cracking sunflower seeds. She came to my desk and asked, Sam, stop eating. Do you know food produces moha? Moha is a Pali or Sanskrit term for stupidity or ignorance. In other words, she asked, do you know food can make you stupid? In Buddhism, three things can hinder enlightenment. Loba, Doda, and moha greed, anger, and ignorance. Growing up among Buddhists, I knew these three critical obstacles to enlightenment, but I didn't know food could induce stupidity until she told me. Later, I discovered that this is a proven truth in all religions. That's why every major religion has a ritual of fasting because discernment develops when you are not eating. Unfortunately, today most people practice fasting ritually without knowing its spiritual implication. Today's medical science has also proven that food can cause brain fog. Do you know Alzheimer's disease is now known as type 3 diabetes? I have type 2 diabetes caused by my undisciplined food consumption. If I don't reverse it, I will develop type 3 diabetes sooner or later. Jesus has told us the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man missed God's message due to his undisciplined consumption of food. Jesus fasted for 40 days, and he said, One does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Matthew 4.4 When he was on the cross, Jesus asked God to forgive those who crucified him, saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Not knowing what they are doing means ignorance. Ignorance can make a person murderous, even putting God on the cross. So when you read the Bible and don't understand it, don't ignore it and let the birds take it away. Keep those words in your heart and let it slowly sink in. Don't give up. Let us commit to deep learning until we understand every word that comes from the mouth of God, as Jesus said. Second, overcome anger. Then Jesus talks about those who are not ignorant, but shallow. I've discovered that spiritual shallowness is proven by your ability to handle anger. I will explain. Jesus said, as for what was sown on the rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while, And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. Matthew 13, 20 to 21. Troubles and tragedies are part of this fallen world. They can push you into two directions, angry at God for not protecting you from the trouble or angry at the perpetrator and retaliate. A perfect example is when Jesus was on the cross, He didn't lose his temper against God or against the perpetrators. There's a story of a man who went to the forest to cultivate spirituality like a hermit. He gave himself a new name, Cold Ash. One day he saw an old man resting on the roadside, and he asked, Sir, why are you sitting on the roadside in the middle of nowhere? The old man said, I'm getting old and feeble. I'm on my way to the village down the hill, but I have no energy to walk. As a spiritual man, he showed his kindness by offering to carry the old man to the village. After a distance, the old man asked, What is your name? I want to thank you properly for carrying me to the village. The man said, My name is Koldesh. I used to be a hot tempered man, like a burning fire. Now, after cultivation, like a hermit, I am calm and peaceful. So I named myself Koldash. A moment later, the old man asked again, What's your name, young man? The man thought he must be hard of hearing. So he replied loudly, My name is Cole Dash. After a few moments on the journey, the old man asked again. The hermit got annoyed, dropped the old man alone on the roadside, and continued his journey. End of story. Do you get the message of this story? The hermit called himself Kodesh, bragging about his spiritual attainment. But the fact that he lost his temple against the old man shows he still has a short fuse. Using Jesus' analogy, his spiritual root is shallow. He falls apart quickly. If you want to know if your spiritual root is deep, watch how much it takes to trigger your anger because your anger threshold reveals the depth of your spiritual root. But Please don't test me. I'm ashamed to admit that my root is still shallow, but I'm working on it. The third obstacle is overcome lust. Today, most people think lust is only about sex. No, it's about many things, mainly money, sex, fame, and power. So the third obstacle to cultivating discernment in the mind of Christ is lust. Jesus said, as for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word. But the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. Matthew 13, 22. God's word has taken root in this person, but his lust destroys him. How do you overcome lust for money, sex, fame, and power? Jesus gives us a clue, environment. These seeds were sown among thorns, meaning the environment destroyed them. If you live with greedy people, it's hard to overcome greed. If you associate with people with sexual immorality, you can resist the constant lure of sex. Living among those who worship fame will make you think pursuing fame is normal. The lust for power is even more insidious power corrupts. Jesus taught us to pray, lead us not into temptation. He didn't teach us to pray, help us resist temptation. Because you cannot resist temptation, not in the long run. That's the Achilles heel of every human. The best way to overcome temptation is to stay away from it. Lead us not into temptation. So carefully choose your friends and your company. Create a thorn-free environment. That's what a church is for. Jesus created the church for us to have a nurturing environment away from the lure of the world where we can cultivate the kingdom through deep learning. Jesus ended by saying, but as for what was sown on good soil, This is one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another 60, and in another 30, Matthew 13, 23. Like the bamboo farmer who sows seeds in an environment that can go deep and grow tall, we must intentionally create an environment for deep learning to cultivate discernment in the mind of Christ, to become fruitful a hundredfold, 60 and 30. There we have it, to prepare for deep learning, overcome ignorance, overcome anger, overcome lust. That's it for today. I hope you find this message illuminating as much as I enjoy receiving it from the head office. Until we meet again, keep your light shining brighter and broader and harvest the fruit of profound freedom purpose and happiness amen by now